We adore thriving artists. We share their content and glorify their existence. Yet we ignore the brewing talents in our homeland. Guyanese thrive in every field, but what we lack is the support of kin. Today we'll take a step back from that culture and map the way and how to become a thriving artist. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Balancing the Bars. Of course, I am your co-host, Jamisia McCallman, and I have my lovely co-host. Hi everybody, I am Abina Gomes. And today you'll notice that the three musketeers, <laughs> no, it's just two of us today. Our girl Dahlia is sitting out today, but guess what, don't be disappointed because we have an amazing guest that's in store for you today. And as always, it's going to be a fruitful discourse. As you said, we're talking about the thriving artists, but before we get into that, if you follow us on our social media handles, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, everywhere, um, we started a new segment, the social shout out. And we told you guys that comment, let us know what is your favorite what stood out to you, whether it's from the last episode or any one of the episodes. And some of you guys did share your comments. On Facebook, we have Dreamful Skin who said she was waiting for this episode. However, she is sad um, that we it was so short and that is the last episode we did. Copycat culture um, in business. Um, you really think it was that short, Vina? <laughs> Um, I guess when you start looking at it and you get into it, it's like the first 10 to 15 minutes, you're like, yes, all right, I'm enjoying this. And then you're like, oh, wait, it's finished. And so I think that's what happens to a lot of people. Like you start it and it takes a while for you to get into it and then it ends. But we're going to work on making it a bit longer for you guys. We don't know how long you expect us to be talking. <laughs> we're going to work on making it a bit longer for you guys. Um, awesome. And I believe that that's an episode that can actually, you know, break it up into two because I also feel like there's a lot of things that we didn't get to touch on. Mm -hmm. So maybe in season two, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> maybe in season two, we might, you know, um, come back again with it and have some um, experts to join us on the panel. But going over to Instagram, ayans.treasure. Trev, she said, what stood out to her is business doesn't always mean business. This has stayed with me ever since episode one. And yes, in episode one, we talked about um, the ugly truths of entrepreneurship. So I'm, I'm glad that that stuck with you because actually I learned that my mom thought me that. She was like, you're such a busy bee. But guess what? What do you money there? <laughs> You're always busy, but where is the money? Business doesn't always mean business. Mm -hmm. And our final comment from Instagram as well, right with me, Tiffany, she said, I always enjoy how authentic you guys are, sharing your experiences with us, and most importantly, keeping it real. <laughs> what do you have to say about that, Bina? 
guess I'm just glad that people can relate to what we're saying and the goal is to always keep it real. We don't all have it together. We're learning and growing with you guys as well and we want you to know that and understand that. Awesome. And I said something on my Instagram just a few days ago. I said your authenticity will intimidate some uh, while it will impress others, but be authentic anyway. Because some people are like, oh, you're a little too real, you're a little too raw, you know? But I believe that there's healing in your sharing sometimes. So for those of you who are watching, don't be afraid to be authentic and to be real. I feel like authenticity is like a superpower by itself, mm -hmm. you know? So don't be afraid to be authentic. Be authentic anyway. So that's it for our social shout out. Remember to comment on our YouTube channels, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you follow us and let us know how the episodes would have been impacting to you and, you know, contributing positively to your lives. As you said, today's discussion, five steps to becoming a thriving artist. <sighs> Before we get... <laughs> Before we get into that discussion, or to start the discussion, I believe that it's important for us to identify what success is, mm -hmm. or what it means to you, or to me, or to yourself, because success means something. While success might mean something to me, it won't mean the same thing to Abina, mm -hmm. or to Dahlia, or to our guests that will be joining us, who I'm very excited, <laughs> right? So I feel like it's important to identify what success means to you. For an artist, success might just mean um, honing their skill, becoming better at their craft, you know, just being able to perfect that which they have. While on the other hand, success might mean, you know, having the awards and the accolades and just, you know, for their work to be out there and for persons to respect their work. While for others, it might be about the dollars. It might be about it might be about the money, <laughs> you know. So success means something different to to everybody. It doesn't mean the same thing. What do you have to say about that? Because you are a digital artist. Mm -hmm. What does success means to you? I think success means for me being able to hone my craft. I had to learn um, a very hard way <laughs> that you don't necessarily always have to look for validation from other people because my style may not be something that resonates with everybody, but I can't be flip-flopping and changing what I do to please everyone. So success for me is being able to hone my craft and to grow and develop in what I need to do to ensure that whenever I produce my, whether it be a logo, a business card, or a flyer, that I'm producing the best work possible for my clients. But I feel like it's also, Achieving all three because they overlap each other. Mm -hmm. You won't say that you know you're an artist and you're not in it for the money. Or, you know, <laughs> because there are some people who give up their nine to five just to, you know, thrive in that area. So it's possible, don't think that it's not possible to be able to attain all three, like hone your craft, have the accolades, make money for it, be respected for it like it is possible so i feel like it's important to understand it but you need to find ways of how to create the balance of achieving all three of them um what else would you say are some things that you know can contribute to you becoming a thriving artist 
I think one of the most important ones for me is to know your worth. People are always going to try to tell you what they think you're worth, but you have to know that, okay, if I tell you $15,000 for a logo, if you don't want to pay $15,000, trust and believe I'm going to find a client that wants to. And sometimes you have to be not necessarily harsh, but you have to let people know that I know where I stand. I know the value and the worth of my craft and you are going to pay me accordingly because the standards that you set for yourself are what people are going to follow and they're going to act accordingly based on what you set. And I find that sometimes when you don't know your worth and you try to meet like the expectations of people, it's like sometimes you end up watering down yourself. And so the consistency in what you try to do, it is not there because you're like, oh, well, they're not paying me what you know, I usually charge, so I don't have to perfect what I'm doing for them. So you end up giving them probably a work that costs 50, a work that costs 100 US, you might give them it for 50 US and you give them that 50 US value of work and it becomes inconsistent in what you are able to produce. It's like someone would be like, who did a, Abina? Abina did <laughs> And then when you find out from Abina, like, what's this? Girl, Minky, because they never pay me what is it that mm -hmm. I'm owed, you know? So I, I agree. Know your worth. I think also. And attacks. <laughs> Definitely. Attacks. 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 <laughs> Value added tax. I think coming from what you said, though, apart from knowing what you're worth, you also have to be consistent. If you set a certain standard for your work, you always try to elevate. Never let anyone bring you down back to a level lower than the standard that you set. So you have to be consistent and you have to be consistent with wanting to grow in your craft as well too. And the consistency comes back to what we said earlier about success, honing your skills, becoming better at it, and persons will automatically see, oh, Abina is not where she you know where she started like mm -hmm. i see you growing i see you thriving yes <laughs> so identify what success means to you mm -hmm. know your worth and being consistent yes. we're going to take a quick break and when we get back you're going to hear from our guests stay tuned Hey guys, this is your girl, Jamisia. Thank you so much for watching Balancing the Bars. Ensure you hit that subscribe button, the notification bell, so you can be the first person to see when we drop a new video. Like, share, do not be selfish and keep this to yourself. And comment. When you do that, you help our channel grow. Welcome back to Balancing the Bars, where we talk about five steps to becoming a thriving artist. And just now you heard from our guest, Mr. Gavin Mendonza. He is a Guyanese Creole rock recording artist. Gavin, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, ladies. Nice to be here. <laughs> it's, 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 it's an honor. It's a privilege. So you heard we were talking about 
the steps to becoming a thriving artist and you have been in the industry for mm, 10 years actually okay I was mm. about to say decades but <laughs> <laughs> a millennial <laughs> millennial um permit me to ask how has the journey been for you um quite a roller coaster actually and that's pretty cool roller coasters are fun okay. um, lots of highs and lots of lows yeah yeah, yeah. um what are i don't know one of the biggest struggles that you would have faced in guyana on your journey to becoming a thriving artist um well first of all it's a very interesting topic uh, one that that requires deep discussion and is also interesting that you would you would invite me to talk about it because <laughs> i i don't think i'm a thriving musician from the standards of what a lot of people consider thriving to be especially mm -hmm. if we're talking about business mm -hmm. um for me personally i would believe i'm a thriving musician because of the things i've been able to accomplish personally um, I've satisfied my dreams, to be honest with you. I've traveled the world. I've taken Guyanese folk music around the world from um, New York City to the Great Walls of China. And, um, you know, I, I did it all just out of belief. So the, the challenge we have here in Guyana is the environment is not conducive for an artist to thrive and be successful from a business and professional perspective, well, not professional, from a business perspective, but there's a lot more than the tip of the iceberg with regards to, like you all saying, what thriving is. Um, a lot of people think, okay, well, it's about money, how much money you make, mm -hmm. how, much, how much money you get in per gig, um, how much people know your name and your face, how many times you've been on TV, fame, this kind of stuff. That, a lot of people, and it's true, that's a thriving artist. Um, but for me, like I said, it's about the satisfaction of living this life that I choose to live and be content with it. <laughs> it's like we can just wrap up right there about what we want. Um, what were one of the steps that you had to ensure that you applied to become a thriving artist? So the first one, which I didn't learn immediately, but my first bit of advice, and I didn't prepare for this, I figure I let the first five things that come to my head be the five most important things to yeah. me. So the first thing I'd say is, like we just discussed the things with, with standards and stuff, is detach yourself from that system. Society has created this system of judging you and labeling you and what your accomplishments should be to be a thriving artist. I think the first thing you gotta do is just dash all the way, shy it away, throw it in the bin, because no one should set your standards of what your quality of life should be, of how, of how good you are or what you can achieve. Nobody should set that standard for you. As a fact, that, or that level, that ceiling should never even exist, because as long as you have potential, it is endless, it is infinite. So the first thing is detach yourself from the standards of, or this point system that society has labeled for us and what it is to be successful. Hmm. You know, comments? I think detachment is something that we all have to learn in life because when you're attached to what people think or the box that you're put into, you tend to want to create to satisfy that box. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of like a mime artist. You're just going, and people are outside clapping, yay! Yeah. But at the end of the day, are you really satisfied with what you're producing? So you have to find balance. You need to know what makes you happy so that you don't become depressed 
or you don't feel like you're pouring from from an empty cup and for me that goes back to the episode that we had with I think it was Clinton Duncan and we were talking about creating for you mm -hmm. and not just for the outsiders because when you're finished creating for them what are you left with you're just doing it for them you're doing it for the applause of mere men and when you're done it's like <sighs> when the lights are off the cameras fade away it's just you and yourself and mm -hmm. so I feel like that that is so so important um, in the last episode we talk about coming down to the end of the last episode we spoke about copyrights and it being here in Guyana but many persons are not aware of it I was reading an article dated back in 2018 and it spoke about the copyright the former government of our country wanting to you know update it and copyright being the inhibition of a lot of artists here in Guyana but then we also see that then opposition who is now government um, would have objected to us updating the copyright laws and getting rid of some of the systems that we have created and from a socio-economic standpoint our <laughs> opposition then opposition leader noted that we have the horse cart men who would not benefit from sampling, copying your work, um, because that's how they thrive. They thrive off of, what can I say, your... Piracy, they thrive off of piracy. Piracy, but I mm -hmm. want to say like, your lack of growth, like the thing that is supposed to cause you to grow, you're not growing and they're thriving off of that. Like, how has that been for you as an artist? Um, so right away with the copyright situation here in Guyana, it is obvious that our leaders, past, present, don't care about we, don't care about copyrights, don't care about intellectual property rights, and straight up don't understand the importance of copyrights and of the creative industry. In many of the most successful industries around the world, in most successful countries around the world, the creative industry is one of the pillars of the economy. So there seems to be, like in all these talks I've been to over the years with the elders of the music community, who've all contributed greatly in their time, the same thing has happened over and over. We sit around a table, we talk about it, yeah, this is what could happen, but nothing has happened. And it's come down to it not being represented in the big people office. The thing there's meet every whenever for talk about the state of the country, straight up, it is like it didn't even reach to the shelf in the kitchen, much less the back burner. People just straight up don't care about copyright laws in Guyana and again don't understand the importance of it. Um, how it has affected me, to be honest with you, not, not much really. Because you see the thing is, while we might have outdated copyright laws, does not to say that our content is not protected when we create it. It is a universal law that anything you create is yours. You immediately own the rights to whatever creative or intellectual content you put out. So I could sit down right here on this show and play a new card progression I've never played and I own it. Y'all might own the content because I've done it on this. So there's also a lot of layers to copyright that people don't understand. I'm currently doing some courses on Coursera. You know, right now you could do some free stuff. Yeah. And one of the first things I sign up for is copyright in uh, multimedia. 
because there's so much to copyright that we don't know about because it's not implemented in Guyana and because there's no platform or facilities for us to learn it. So the second thing we could talk about how, how you could become a thriving um, creative is you got to be hungry for experience and thirsty for knowledge mm. all the time. You can't, it can't just be like, all right, I'm going to finish school and does it all. When it comes to, to art and craft, you've got to be on it every single day. You've got to practice. Practice makes perfect. Play your guitar, draw your thing, do whatever it is. Keep doing it and read as much as you can because there's no one here in Guyana to tell you or help you to do certain things. You've got to take it on yourself to learn the things you need to learn to become a driving artist. You spoke about uh, copyright being all over the world. And I know some Guyanese artists, they would copyright their work in the US. Does that still protect you here? Like if someone here still go about and steal your work or pirate your work, does the US copyright laws protect you here in Guyana? Um, no, not really. Um, let's say a radio station plays my music and plays my song five times a day. Technically, I should be getting royalties for, you know, but here in Guyana, there's no understand system of royalties and that kind of stuff. So I can't claim anything. And even, even if I were to say, hey, look, you're playing my music illegally, I can take it to court, it just won't make sense for me because I can be, I can be spending maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars in lawyers fee for outdated copyright law, which says I could get like, which is like I can get right, 20 cents Something like that. So, yeah. so it's very outdated. So again, that's come down to our leaders not caring about us. I can say it as straight as that. They don't care about the creative industry, which is why we're failing so much. So me, when I release music, original content and that kind of stuff, I am a member of COT. And through my publisher at Cross Color Records, they're uh, members of ASCAP, BMI. And these are all international collection agencies and, and like you know, they overlook copyrights in different parts of the world. So personally, my, my music and content is copyrighted. Um, and if I were to get streams on Spotify and YouTube and that kind of stuff, there are collection agencies monitoring this kind of stuff. You know, my, but you got to get millions of streams to make any type of money. So again, you can't thrive. You can't even thrive on trying to generate income. You can't set your standards on, of thriving on trying to uh, how much money you make. Because you're going to end up falling down a rabbit hole and you're going to feel like you just ain't worth it and it makes sense doing it. So number three is you got to believe in yourself. You just got to love what you're doing and do it, like Clinton said, to satisfy yourself before you satisfy anybody else. They got a lot of stories in rock and roll, like, like you know, sellouts. Oh, you can't make it with rock and roll, so you got to play four cards and be a pop star and thing you hear and do this and do that. <laughs> and a lot of people end up doing it and becoming famous and successful. But if you were to sit down with them and have a conversation about how happy they are in life, they probably could say, you know, I sell me soul a long time ago. I can't do what I love doing and all this is just, you know, this corporate image that you're putting over. So you got to believe in yourself. Um, and, and again, don't let this environment limit you. Just because you don't know about copyright laws and it's not here in Guyana, doesn't mean that you can't benefit from it because now the world at we fingertips. I like that statement, the world is at our fingertips. It just goes to show that Guyana is evolving and as artists, we need to evolve as well. So you should never want to be stagnant as you said earlier, you always have to be hungry and thirsty for knowledge, and you have to keep growing with your art. <laughs> you know, it's so much to talk about. There's the thing, yeah, you know? Yeah, there's a lot. You know, there, there's really no right 
set of steps to take to become a thriving artist. Definitely. For sure. You know, anything we talk about here is just from own experience and art, what we've done personally. But regards to being a, a thriving artist, I think is only wanting to differentiate. I, again, you invite me to be here because I'm a thriving artist. I, I broke. I was a bum in a bedroom right now. I've been unemployed for the past couple of months with no assistance from anybody or so, saying, hey, look, we, we creative industry need a little boost. You know, give everybody a little grant, encourage people to produce content, give us a spot on TV stations. So, so the system doesn't cater for us because, again, we're not seen as important. But we can't let it bring us down. The fourth thing now, I think, is community. As artists, we belong to a community and there's something called collective consciousness. Yeah. And I think that right now, we are at an absolute low with regards to the state of our collective consciousness, especially here, here in, the, in the world, but here in Guyana. Look at the way the people use the roadways, the way people don't care about keeping the place clean, the way we treat each other, the way our leaders behave and treat each other, set an example for everybody else. It's clear that right now there's a low level of consciousness in Guyana. And as artists, I don't think we should subject ourselves to that box because if we do we can be trapped in the box we have to realize that as creatives we actually a lot more closer to the source this this source of energy that is potent with potential and is and like i said earlier it's infinite so if as creatives we could tap into that source we could actually influence society instead of having society influence us but the balance is outweighed we like struggling and it's, again, it's because of the collective consciousness. If young people especially could realize that if we collaborate more, if we help each other to lift each other up, we can be successful even without the assistance of the big people who should be giving us assistance. Because when voices and energies come together to produce positive content, a lot can be achieved. I often say that there's power in collaboration and we I believe that in Guyana we have this fight down culture and I believe that that stems from the place of you're not getting to eat as much as you want so when the food is available it's like I need to take that yeah you know instead of okay let me see how we can share yeah, there's no this. sharing there is as you said there is no collective consciousness and if we all just you know is every man for himself that's the culture that we have here in the creative industry every man for himself and i believe that you know we see artists complaining almost daily about again the bigger heads not caring i believe that i hope they're watching if you were to come together and say you know what enough is enough there's something that we can do there must be something that we can do to change this system there must be something that we can do to ensure that the bigger heads and those who, what can I say, can help fix the system, listen to us and not just listen, but act upon it. So for those creatives that are watching, reach out to each other. We collaborate for frivolous things. We collaborate for memes. We collaborate for a sesh. Collaborate for something that can actually add growth to your life growth to your career, development to your career. Collaborate is like something I love in, in Trinidad and Tobago. Something as simple as a writer's guild, where writers can come together and like put together their knowledge, share, 
help write together, come up with things together. And I believe that in Guyana here, it, it's, it's a mind. The mindset needs to be recalibrated and shifted. So collective consciousness, let's begin the journey to, <laughs> to achieving that. I think just to add to your point though, Jem, um, while we're looking for the assistance from the upper heads or the big guys per se, I think we all have to look at finding our tribe. Um, just last night, we received some information about persons listening to the podcast and actually enjoying it. And the individual stated that they do have a business and they're interested in sponsoring a segment on the show and they're interested in helping us grow. So I think it's important that you remember why you started. Keep going on the journey and also try to find your tribe and to give people a chance when they want to invest in you. Always be open to that. And I believe that giving people a chance to invest in you, it comes from, for me, I would say networking. I believe that that's an important step as a creative to activate. And networking doesn't just mean you're going to every event that pops up. <laughs> it means for me, in my opinion, events that aligns with what you want to do. So if you know Gavin, you're a musician, a music festival is coming up, you might not be playing at it, but you can attend it, mm -hmm. network with people because you have, Guyana is opening up so much where we have a lot of big people, you want to say, <laughs> coming <laughs> in. So you might go to that event and you might meet someone who can, you know what? Maybe I can help get you to where you haven't even dreamed of being, you know? A network. And one thing I've learned with networking is that sometimes we just go and we take business cards and we go home and we call the person until we need them. I feel networking is relationship building. You build a relationship with someone. You collect that business card. You go home, send a message. Hey, Gavin, it was nice meeting you. I admire your work, X, Y, Z. Keep in contact because I believe that the relationship is what actually, you know, creates the opening for you to receive opportunities. It's not just, oh, every time I want something, I'll go to Gavin. There's no, there, there's no sort of... Oof. <laughs> there's a sort of reciprocation. Yeah. There. And, yeah. And you know, there's a there's an even wider audience for you now. Like we, like I think young people need to realize that we are in such a good position now with regards to reaching out and learning things compared to our forefathers even just 10 years ago. Now again, the world at we fingertips, don't limit yourself to a local market. If you're producing content, and we're talking content that could be featured in films, that could be featured on in magazines, in publications, in digital publications, from if you're a visual artist or a musician, you gotta like you gotta search, you gotta do lots of research, you gotta go online, you gotta join forums, join communities, find people just like you in other parts of the Webinars. world. Yeah, you know me, is real magical to me how I get to do everything. Um, I use something called the law of attraction, the power of no. Um, certain certain energies that people can't even talk about because they think you're cuckoo, that kind of stuff, you know? Sure. But again, coming back to the source that we are all capable of tapping into, you know, is like any dream could essentially be a vision of the future that you can manifest into reality. As long as you believe it in your mind, you can manifest it in reality. So sometimes I wonder, you know, like how I make it to the Dominican Republic for a festival on a beach? How I, how I end up in Colombia for a music conference or most recently in New Orleans while the pandemic be breaking out? I on planes and at music conferences and that kind of stuff. And 
I think about it and I really don't have an answer as to how, how I could do that. It's just belief and you know, writing good proposals as well. You gotta learn to write a good proposal. Because the truth is... You're preaching to me, what? Go ahead. The Go truth ahead. is, you need support. <laughs> it, we, we, as long as you're a part of a society, unless you're living in the jungle, in a tree, and you really ain't care about impressing people or being a part of society, and you could just sit down with your guitar holding and play in the trees, which is what I dream to do. Unless you're in that stage right now, you need resources to do the things you want to do. And the thing is, there are people out there not the, not the big people in the desks who can actually make proper decisions, but there are people out there who are actually willing to support. They just need to be reached out to. They just need to realize that, hey, they got things out there that you can support. And I, I, that's how I get by, you know, there are people who just genuinely care about what you're doing, see your potential, and want to invest. So that come down to your image now and what you represent and what it is you're trying to accomplish with your work. Are you doing this thing just because you want to get all the likes on Facebook and you want to be the, 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 the biggest you know, person in the party and that kind of stuff? Or do you truly want to contribute to people smiling, to happiness, to a better and improved collective consciousness? So again, you just got to produce. Keep honing your craft. Keep doing what you do. Even if it's busking on, the, on Rob Street whole year until one person pass and be like, hey, you're singing real good. Come on, play it my quekwe. Or come and do something. And I've had those experiences. Busking in the streets of, busking in subways in New York City and people saying, hey, I like your sound. Check out this open mic night late in the evening. Just put yourself out there. You can't be afraid. And with that, I want to say that opportunities come not when you sit on your butt and, oh, let me wait for it. It comes when you go looking for it because they're out there. And oftentimes, we just like to sit down I'm waiting for a blessing. I'm waiting for a miracle. You're not looking for it. You're not positioning yourself for that blessing or that breakthrough or that miracle or whatever it is that you might be looking for. So get up, look for those opportunities, sign up for webinars, as, as you said, um, courses. You need to be hungry and thirsty for the knowledge and for the experience. Like I remember attending a, a conference Mr. Rushkan had and he would often share of where you know he had his um how part of how he got his break commenting on people things if you see somebody that you know can probably contribute to your growth and development and you're wondering how to build a relationship go comment on their stuff you be the commentator for everything that they post you might get spam but Comment. You need again be hungry and thirsty for growth, for knowledge, and for experience. So as we begin to wrap up, any last comment, um, Gavin? Um, you know, now is a very strange time for the world, um, especially if you were like like me. I I, will, I consider myself now a touring artist because you know I've I've been to so many gigs and sometimes like you said just attending like the conference I attended in New Orleans it wasn't to perform it was just to attend and actually the president of that conference reached out to me last year because he saw what I was doing online with folk music and said hey is this international folk alliance we've never had anybody from Guyana come free registration just show up so I just showed up I found I found the, play, the ticket and that kind of stuff and I just showed up um, don't limit yourself and now like I said, it's a strange time, and I know now 
mental health is an issue, especially for creatives. You know, I when March, April, I started to fall in a hole because I was like, I can't travel anymore. All my plans cancelled. All the money I invested in tickets to around the world gone down the drain. And I was like, well, what's my purpose in life now if I can't do these things anymore? But again, I, I started to go back within and I realized that even if the world were to end tomorrow or you, you can't travel anymore, I feel accomplished. I feel content with what I have done so far. And you, uh, you always got to be content with who you are, where you are right now, and what it is that you're doing. And the, the, the true key to success and to thrive is to be happy. And happiness comes from within. You can't get that from anywhere else. So if you want to thrive, just look within. Realize that you are already thriving. You exist. You're breathing oxygen. You're eating food. You are alive and well. And that's what thriving is. Avina, that's a very important point to understand that the happiness comes from within and our thoughts control our lives. I think this is something my mantra that I always say, shine your light regardless of what is going on around you. You need to understand that there is an inner light and you're here for a reason and you need to know how to illuminate a room. When you step in, if everybody's gloomy, they need to say, hey, that's Gavin. We're all happy, we're all upbeat, and you're bringing purpose, and you're allowing those resources that were given to you by God, the universe, however you define it, you're not letting it go to waste. So my last words would be to shine your light, regardless of what is happening around you. Awesome. I want to say thanks to Gavin, Gavin for stopping by and for contributing to this conversation remember some of the steps to becoming a thriving artist define what success means to you be consistent um, network um, and understand that thriving comes from being happy and the happiness must come from within because you're alive you're breathing a lot of persons didn't make it this far but you are and you're thriving. So I wanna say thank you again for joining. Um, thank you guys for listening. And remember that successful artists aren't just those who have miraculously been discovered on Instagram. Instead, they're the, they're the ones who take small steps every day to further their business and their personal development. We hope you have learned something today that inspires you to thrive. I am Jamisi McCallman, my co-host, Abina Gomes, and Gavin Mendonza. Thank you guys for watching Balancing the Bars, where balance, balance brings, brings peace. peace. Bye. <laughs>